Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, I'll tell them what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. We're back and better than ever with Dan's Disney World trip report for late November. Heather and Jeff have rave reviews for the new Cirque Show at Disney Springs and a rundown of all the biggest announcements from Destination D23. Get ready to be whelmed and have mercy. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jess Evans. Hello. Heather Strait. Hey there. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Thanks for having me, Dan. <laughs> it's a pleasure as always. Our show is brought to you this week by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Well, guys, we made it. We just uh, we just wrapped up Key to the World Travel's annual KeyCon conference, and most of us live to tell the tale. Yeah. Anybody heard from Dave? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, funny story about Dave. Beers. <laughs> yeah, Dave beers came home. Well, anyway, that's the story. For Dave that. had too many beers. That's right. <laughs> no, the problem is he wasn't drinking beers. No, it, was it was all all bourbon. <laughs> uh, it was the clear spirits. Oh, oh, or as I call them, the clearits. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens afterwards. TM, 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 TM. Yep, got a bad case of the clearits. <laughs> And that's why I made him sleep in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, some of our agents, including Heather and Jeff, had a chance to catch the opening performance of the brand new Cirque show at Disney Springs. we did. And we'll get a full review of that experience soon. But one word from each of you. I'm putting you on the spot. Three, two, one, go, Jeff. One word of what? About the show. Amazing. Epic. Ooh, wow. Those are... That's a universal word. You you can't use that for a Disney. That's right. TM. They have a TM. They're coming for you. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit down the road. First, I have a few observations from the little bit of time I got to spend in the theme parks. Uh, very little time. Uh, let's see. So, what did I do? Oh, so Epcot was, was lovely in the r- drizzle. Uh, second to last night of... Um, the food and wine festival i was there and i got to catch um harmonious and it is just as amazing as the two of you guys say yeah not a bad little i got no i liked it i got um i got lucky apparently the next night and i think the night after they were having some technical technical difficulties oh oh i hadn't heard that Mm -mm. yeah i know i know the night after they had like announced that it was going to be delayed and then they run out of water on and then <laughs> i don't yeah. know i think they're having problems with some of the screens but anyway um 
I will say that if you are in a small group of people, that plays to your advantage because you can squeeze into spots that look like they're reserved for other people, but aren't really. I managed to get almost perfectly front and center. I was right in between those two shops on the uh, Entry to World Showcase. On the Entry to World Showcase. Best view. Yeah. Right next to, uh, there's a uh, pro tip. This is where I was able to squeeze in. There's a... uh, in front of one of those shops is wheelchair uh, seating. And so I just kind of stood right next to the stanchion to the entrance to that area close enough that it was clear around me, but far enough away that they wouldn't ask me to move to get out of the way nice. for the wheelchair people. Nice. And uh, that was a really nice view. I was going to um, say, you could just gosh. sit in somebody's lap at that point. You just... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, like I was kind of thinking about Trying to make a friend that's, and sneak on into that uh, section. But. Any of those on the four sides like that are, are good views. So there or uh, Italy or Morocco mm-hmm. or yeah. Canada is a little offset, but don't go to France. Yeah, no. And Just generally, I had, at, the real country or hey. that. Oh. <laughs> at first, I was standing right behind the patio on Rose and Crown. And I was like, well, I can see the tacos pretty good. I don't think I'll be able to get a good view of the portal, but those trees would have blocked a lot of the, uh, it's directly under trees and those would block the fireworks. So yeah. I'm glad that I moved with like five minutes before showtime. Yeah, that World like, Showcase here, Plaza is a really good dead on view. Yeah, that's the place to see it. I also, um, oh, so I found that candy cane wall that Gabby told us in our uh, bathrooms episode mm, a couple of weeks yep. ago. Took a selfie there. Uh, I like the idea of the bathroom walls catching on. I think that we should next make the Domino's wall in Toy Story Land a thing, uh, an Instagram wall. Yeah, where so, is the candy cane that. wall? It's um, on the what's that store called? Creations. Mm. Creations. The Creations. Creations. Yeah, it's in between the restrooms that are on the outside of Creations. Oh, I didn't ever go around to that side of it. Yeah, so it's kind of. Well, although I know they've actually they just recently pushed back the construction walls, but it's kind of in that maze where after you exit Spaceship Earth yep. and it routes you around mm-hmm. back that way, you see them. Not so, too far from the uh, new uh, Club Cool, right? Yeah, I came in the yes. other side of Creations um, on that far end. Yeah, not yeah it's the on side, the, near not that, that side, not the test track side, but the other side. Right. Yeah, it's near the new Club Cool and the, um, what's that? Cool wash or whatever that mm-hmm. car wash oh, yeah, themed little Coke food station is. Spot where you can get frozen Cokes and whatnot. Yeah, so that's where you can find that awesome candy cane wall. Mm, uh, very make cool. sure you take a picture of that and tag us and uh, WDW underscore bathrooms. I'm sure she'd love to see that. I also, I liked, I've seen some people complaining lately on social media no about way. the. <laughs> I know, it's shocking. Media. About, the, uh, about the show that they do on Spaceship Earth. When it comes to life really? as anime, I've heard yeah, people love there's that. a lot of people yeah, but then there's lights. also starting to be a lot of people who are like, "Oh, Epcot thinks they're Las Vegas. It looks so cheap and tacky." Oh, come on! And oh I just people want to tell those people to, to shove to it about. up there. I really yeah. don't like people. It looks so beautiful. It is. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. It's moving. It's such it's, a simple, easy thing they did too. They're like literally yeah. like LED pool lights in each little hole in the. And I mean, the the effects really, I've actually been surprised, kind of range. Like, they can do really subtle mood color lighting. uh, Mm -hmm. And then they can do, you know, like, I I saw, like, what kind of looked like an ugly Christmas sweater pattern that went Mm -hmm. around it. Like, you know, they can do cheap and They do the globe. They look like the globe turning. I mean, it's super cool. But but most times, I think it looks really nice. So, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just... 
Yeah, it's just people need something to complain about. Um, other than that, I mean, Epcot was Epcot. It was busy and full of drunk people for food and, and wine. Unfortunately, still full of construction walls. Yeah, I yeah, was still, yeah, they were still there mess. while yeah. I was there. It was a mess. I was really frustrated walking around that area, to be honest, and just went back to World Showcase. Um, there was a weird thing that I saw where, well, it's not worth talking about. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Epcot. <laughs> I ate some delicious food. I had some fancy melted Swiss cheese on top of fingerling potatoes and mm. ham that was. Mm, and you got to see the potatoes. bathroom we talked about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other bathroom-related story. So, the cleanest and longest bathroom in all of the Disney parks yes. was, was we, we got in there uh, as part of the convention. We, we had breakfast with a certain due, rat. Due to our rain, the, uh, the rain situation moving us indoors, it yeah, so a bonus. Right, it was a bonus because, you know, we did look a little odd, all 80 of us walking through through England with our berets on instead of heading uh, into Paris. We never even went to France. <laughs> but on the plus side, we did get to see that amazing bathroom. And I did, uh, I, I posted a video of that uh, to our Instagram story. And I'm sure I'll share it again. And we did point. not have to eat breakfast in the rain. So that, that was part nice. Was good. Yeah, that was definitely a plus. There were a, rats in there, but that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, uh, that was, that was definitely a nice surprise. So, um, that was that was Epcot Hollywood Studios. I loved the uh, the decorations, the 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 beacon of magic for Tower of Terror is a little over the top for me. I don't like it as much as Spaceship Earth. I haven't seen it, yet. but it's it's projection mapped on um, stuff. It's it's, it's the same purple. Yeah, it's the same stuff they do for the Sunset Seasons greetings at Christmas. It's just not Christmas themed. Still, I've never seen that either. Somehow, no. You should go to uh, Disney World like... sometimes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I never go to, I'm never at Hollywood Studio at night. Oh, I, I love go Hollywood there Studios. And do um, a few things and then I leave. Hollywood Studios at and night, especially I'm Christmas time. Rarely in parks at night, honestly. Yes, yeah, that's, that's prime bar time. Exactly. Bars and restaurants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, I, I did like how they were making it snow at the end of Sunset Boulevard there. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Walt Disney World at Christmas time. I've only seen Disneyland at Christmas time. Um, I'd have to say that Hollywood Studios version of Christmas was my favorite. I love it. I, really I love liked. those retro 1950s and 60s. Yeah. And the way there's different flavors of the, the, the decorations are different on Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. and on Sunset, and then when you head towards Echo Park, I loved those. The Echo Park so. stuff's my favorite. It's that sort of kitschy, yeah. cheesy, yes, um, yeah, frosted fifties yeah. stuff. I love that. Yeah, that stuff it was made great. me and want I, a I, weird colored Christmas tree again. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the uh, the animation projection show on the uh, theater. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I'd seen that. Just also, the so. last show that pays any sort of homage to Walt and Mickey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mickey was all over. It was great. I loved it. It was a very good show. Um, then Magic Kingdom. I was telling Heather before we started recording. I wished I hadn't gone. It was Saturday, so it was busy. It was Saturday before Thanksgiving, so it was even busier. Real, real busy. And it felt like people. Last time I was there was in May, and I think that was early enough still into the reopening that. There weren't a ton of people that aren't weren't already kind of savvy travelers out and about mm-hmm. yet. Now we're farther along and people are venturing out more. Amateur so hour again. L- 
Yeah, there's a lot of people there who either haven't been to the theme parks in a few years or who have never been before, and they just don't know how to do it. And so it was very frustrating to me trying to navigate around all these people who had no clue what to do. Plus, it was crowded. Yeah, and so it's they starting weren't... to feel like the before times. It really is. <laughs> yes, and and people aren't dealing with but it with more anger at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, like they're like, oh man, they were. They were so upset that their uh, that their mobile orders were taking long, oh, and yeah. and to be honest, the staff was overwhelmed with the mobile orders. They're starting to see the same thing that you see like at restaurants at home now, where it's like you've got people going through the drive through and p- cutting into line to pick up their mobile orders, and they just everybody's kind of well, it's like off. mobile order was fun when thirty percent of people did it, but now when ninety percent of people do it, or even Disney World spent two years telling us. You have to mobile order right now that yeah. now right. they can't handle the mobile orders. So they yeah. got to get yeah. their shit so, together. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was frustrating navigating the people and it's not their fault necessarily. It was just got spoiled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was disappointed that there was several, um, several of the 50th anniversary food offerings that I wanted to check out that have been removed to already. They're just not doing them. I think a lot of them would be replaced with holiday stuff. So oh, that yeah. was kind of lame. <clears throat> They've but, probably moved to that holiday special stuff for a while and then they'll go back to yeah. it once Christmas. Yeah, I is probably done. didn't really need a bathtub full of ice cream, but I wanted <laughs> oh, but a bathtub full of ice want cream. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like by the end of it was like at the end that. of my day and <laughs> I was so frustrated by the crowds and I was just like, I just want a bathtub of ice cream and I couldn't get it. So it was a little defeating, but hopefully it'll be back later. Yeah, so that was that was my parks report. Not a lot of, you know, groundbreaking things. I did notice that Lightning Lane, I didn't see light notice Lightning Lane too much uh at Epcot and Hollywood Studios just because there uh, I was there in the evening and later on. Not much need but, for it at that time of day. Right. But when I was there, I was at Hollywood Studios right I mean it was the what like one o'clock, somewhere between one and two, I think. I got there and those lightning lanes were quite long. Magic Kingdom is where there was an issue with Fast Pass Plus. The the lanes were the lines for Fast Pass Plus at Magic Kingdom were always just awful. Mm-hmm. So the so Space long. Mountain yeah. Light uh, Fast Pass Plus line used to come way out almost to the lunching pad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how it was. That's how it was Saturday. And obviously, I know it was it was very busy Saturday. Obviously, but the lightning lane looked like the old fast pass plus lines it was much longer than like i was telling heather uh pirates of the caribbean the lightning lane was well out into pirates plaza and i couldn't even see the standby line so there was a little bit of an unbalanced the lightning somehow. lane they still do 90 percent, 10 percent. so even though the line's yeah. longer you're gonna move quick yeah right. and i might have just walked by at a point where they had just taken a a load of of the standby people. <laughs> yeah, they took a load off. Uh, but you know, but it, I, I did notice that the, the lightning lanes looked pretty, pretty long there. Uh, ride times in general were, were long enough that I didn't have enough time to really wait for mm-hmm. anything other than Tiki room and the country Again, bears and even country bears four times. Country bears was packed. Oh, I good. couldn't believe it as well. It should I be. was like almost, yeah, I was almost ready to get out, but just because like I don't know if I want to be around these people because some of these people are a little sketchy yeah. <laughs> looking on their I hygiene bet, and stuff. Uh, Jeannie but... is recommending it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm sure. But, we um, literally, Heather and I, neither one set foot in a park other than to go to, 
to that breakfast to our private we were running event. our conference the whole time. <clears throat> that was weird. Uh, Swan- that was, we were there for seven days and never went to <laughs> never went to the parks. <laughs> uh, Swan and Dolphin was beautiful. I loved it. The rooms right? were nice. Um, uh, the the hotel grounds were gorgeous. I love uh, the the avenue in between the two yes, hotels. That There's that line of palm trees leading up to the dolphin fountain and at night they're lit up and i didn't realize until this i think until my third night or the second they night the that they have a little music yeah, show that they all great. of a sudden start playing songs and the lights uh are synced to the music and that was great i saw saw more than one family just like stop when a song that they liked mm-hmm. came on and they had a little dance party there in between the palm trees it was really yeah it was really cute yeah. really fun i really Did you happen to up on it when it was the star wars one no, they do but like a whole I, Star Wars medley thing mm-hmm. and they have sound effects oh, cool. and pew, stuff yeah, flying over. Right. Oh, I wish I had seen that. that. One I saw was cool. I saw Coco, and that's when the, the little kids went crazy oh, and they started yes. doing the little yips and yelps that they do. <laughs> yeah. like, and it was, it was I, I love I that, that those two properties. Uh, the lobby bar at the Dolphin is fantastic. The location, you can't beat the location. Um, they have fantastic oh, yeah. rates for teachers and law enforcement. It's for really, um, I, I love it. And we got, we all got to see the Swan Reserve, which is gorgeous. Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Holy crap. The view yes. out of both, the, uh, both the bedroom and the sitting room on those suites yeah. where you're looking straight in between Swan and Dolphin with Spaceship Earth centered yep. right there. You can watch just... fireworks from, from the top of that building where they have their event space and all. You could see all four parks fireworks mm-hmm. shows from right there. Cool. And the property is gorgeous. The rooms are beautiful Mm -hmm. and big and people cry about those because they're not themed or whatever. But I mean they're Marriott's Mm -hmm. or I guess two are a Marriott and one is whatever their other sister brand is, Sheraton or whatever. Weston. Weston, there it is. So they're you know they're very typical, nice hotel rooms. And the outside of this both the Swan and Dolphin are permanently stuck in the nineties because <laughs> they went with the the Michael Graves design, yeah. Uh, but they have right. updated but, the inside, and they're pretty. Yeah. I, I like but them the, a lot. The um, the new Swan Reserve, the grounds and the pool bar area, and all that. It feels like a oh, Miami or, or Hollywood, yes, kind of a hotel vibe. They're great lobby bar yeah. and pool bar area. Oh yeah, their that rooftop, lobby bar, rooftop Oof. bar, pool with the bar there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to spend some time in their lobby bar. It looks swanky. <laughs> Oh, and I really, I really want, did you see, they have that really cool cast iron uh, cocktail shaker yes. machine. It's a hand crank cocktail shaker that will shake four cans at once. <laughs> they just crank it. And I want one. Yeah, it's, it's like the cool. paint mixer thing at uh, Home yeah. Depot. <laughs> the, yeah, the other thing that I like well, real quick about that whole, the swan, that whole complex is their food is excellent. We oh, didn't yeah. have a single bad meal. Even in their For even conference. their conference food was great. Right, yeah, the conference great. I was food. I was really impressed. Right, with, yeah. you know, conference food can be hit or miss because they're serving a lot of people. And I was I've been raving about it since we got back. Mm-hmm. And they have great restaurants. Um, we had some folks that tried the new Amare is the one at the Swan Reserve, and they loved it. Said it was fantastic. And you've got Il Molino for Italian Shula's, Shula's. For steaks. Shula. Yeah, blue it's Zoo, all, Todd English's Blue oh, Zoo. That's great. I had, really good. We hadn't tried that ever. I see it come up in Disney dining all the time, and we'd never mm-hmm. tried it. 
It's one of those, like, if it's always available, can it be any good? But I think it's always the available because yes. people just don't know to go over to the swan yeah. and look for stuff. And it has a weird I, name, Blue Zoo. You yeah. don't know what it it's is. It's delicious, though. I highly recommend it. Everything I, there. I hear, the, I hear the wine flows quite freely at Il Molino. Is that standard, <laughs> or is that just for your special was, event? Um, <laughs> we had, a, we had a, a private dinner there, and they had paid for, like, a prefix menu, and... Okay. They they had chosen wine, and you took one sip of wine, and they were refilling your glass. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it was like your water glass. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. That's I wasn't sure fun. if that was standard for the offering, but um, anytime really. anytime yeah. you do a prefix menu, which if you have anything, anytime you have a group over ten, they you can do a prefix menu, and it mm-hmm. includes a wine service. And yeah, and they, they have don't, a little private area. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Um, that's about all I had for my trip report. Uh, shout out to uh, for the Outer Vibe, whose song you hear at the intro and intro of uh, every episode. Uh, Sean, the lead singer of the band, randomly happened to be at Epcot uh, Friday night. Fun. So met up with him. That was a nice time. And uh, that was my little trip to Walt Disney World. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good trip. Um, uh, we'll hear about Cirque in a minute, but first, Heather, do you have a name for this new segment or are we just calling it Dumb Travel I'm Tweet? I'm still working on it, but, uh, we have a little new fun new segment that, uh, we're going to read some funny travel tweets. We'll have to come up with a name and I'm really hoping you'll make us a little song to go along oh, yeah. with it. Oh like, yeah, we'll have a theme yes, song perfect. for it. <laughs> we need something to replace just the dips. Yes. Well, my, my theme this week for the travel tweets is airport security because some of the best oh tweets that I've found come from folks who, who have just been through the TSA lines. My first one is I've had entire relationships that didn't get as far as these airport security checkpoints, <laughs> <laughs> which goes along with the second one that made me laugh out loud. It says, I'm not sure if I just went through security to enter the United States or security to be incarcerated. Two cops felt my tits simultaneously. <laughs> like, did they take like one each or were they both? Yeah, that's what I was, was, it, was it two hands on deck on each one? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my last one made me think of um, uh, Jimmy Fallon and his thank you notes. I'm because sorry. it's thanks, TSA. <laughs> I haven't been touched like that since prom night. Yeah, I saw, I saw that one. That was good. I have to say, and I haven't really noticed it before this last trip, but I got a couple. They weren't quite as inf- invasive as some of y'all talk about getting. But there was a couple of times where it's like, I can see on the screen where it pinged that you need to be checking on my leg. And it was nowhere near as high as where your hands were. High it's like, on the thigh like, is what they call it. They and call it high yeah. on the thigh when in fact... That is my call. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, like, like those those little yellow boxes are around my knee and my shin, which makes sense because I've got a surgical rod in my oh, shin. Oh, I didn't know you had uh, metal in your shin. Yeah, from when I broke my leg at work a while, several years ago. Um, you should not. So do that, that always that always sets it off, and um, I know what they're looking for. I even tell them ahead of time. You're looking for the surgical rod in my leg. They're looking for That's the rod. That's not all the right. rod they're yeah, looking I know, for. I know, because they went mid-thigh every time. Like, guys, you got to go a little higher than that. Oh. This is not the rod you're looking for. <laughs> Just got it. Oh, sad. poor Dan. <laughs> yeah. They wanted to know what was strapped to your leg and tucked into your sock. I got Here it slung over I. my shoulder. You might want to start in my back. 
Yeah. Aaron and I got the random high on the thigh check, one right yeah. after the other. Yeah, it's uh, hard to say it's random when two in a row get it. It didn't feel random. Yeah. And it would have been weird if after whoever we went second, they were like, mm, a little different than the last friend there. <laughs> Unfortunately, we were both wearing a skirt, which made yeah, it even were. more mm. awkward. They're not in, playing around in with no that. no underbridges. <laughs> and it was chicken guy. It wasn't even at the airport. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dunk sauce. <laughs> Sorry, man. It was very weird. I didn't understand the why they the needed to do that. What you got to do for that donkey sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, actually, that reminds me of something else I didn't mention. But I got I got pinged at every single security scanner at the at the parks. That's what happens to me every single time I go to the parks. Every time. That's because you have... two look shifty AF. <laughs> no, well, but the the like little light went on in the scanner. It's like, there was nothing in my bag. And the guy goes, I don't know what I'm looking for because there's nothing in here. Oh, yeah. The first night I had that battery charger pack that you guys gave us. Uh, I left that at home after that. And, and he's like, oh, you don't have anything in here. Yeah. That's I electronic. Know. I was like, I know. I've got my, I've got my raincoat in my backpack and that's it. And it just mm. kept on. Yeah, so. I get it too. I felt like Jess. I felt like Jess for the week. It was. <laughs> I had to buy a special belt. I like. I bought a special belt that had a plastic buckle so that I didn't have to deal with it when I went to the parks anymore. I thought that would solve the problem. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Good. Yeah, my belt sets off the uh, thing at the airports all the time. Here's yeah. one more that I like that is on the same vein, and it's today in 1692 the Salem witch hunt was started. What we today call TSA screenings. <laughs> That's fair. It's fair. Uh, I've 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 gone on record before as calling it security theater. Oh yeah. As long as sure. it makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel better if someone's just a jerk for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as it makes them feel better, right? That's right. You're helping make them help helping them fix their self esteem issues. And now we're all on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> Another one? God damn it. You can't go out the front no. door anymore without that's, having that's why I get stopped at security zones. <laughs> security. Oh boy. Well, uh, so tell us about those uh French clowns. French clowns are amazing. They riled them all up out of the swamps. I'm so excited they found them all. So I was a huge fan of the previous Cirque show there at the Disney Springs La called Nuba. La Nuba. Saw it three times. Loved it. I love Cirque anyway. Yes. And they announced they were closing it and then didn't announce anything for a long time. So I was a little miffed. But then they said it was going to be a, a Disney production with Disney animation. And the first few little... Teases they released honestly had me scared. I didn't know what to expect. But this thing was amazing. It was the best Cirque show I have ever seen. And I've seen mm-hmm. pretty much every Cirque show in Las Vegas. I saw, I've seen Including a lot of ones that we didn't want. To. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this blew them all away. It also helps that it's brand new. So all of the mm-hmm. sets, all of the technology, the projections, mapping and everything was just amazing. They use those laser projectors that are just incredibly mm-hmm. precise and clean. And the sound system, everything was upgraded. New seating, the whole, I mean, everything. And the production is just nuts. We bought these tickets thinking, oh, we're going to be there for the... Um, First show. Opening night. So we'll, it just happened to coincide with our conference. So we got tickets. I had no inkling of, because it's the first night, it was going to be a big to-do. 
But we get there and they're like, are you with the special people or the common folk? Yeah, like, uh, are you with we paid. Disney or are you with Cirque? Um, you I always say tickets. special yeah. people. Yeah. Well, then we didn't have a lanyard or whatever. Yeah. But so the whole lower section was all the people who had worked on the show mm-hmm. from all, every level of the creatives to the um, producers and everything. John Stamos was there. This was and the I part mean, that some was panties great. were moist in we, that place. We're sitting <laughs> there. Like, hey, it's a good thing we told you to bring a spare pair, right? right? That's right. Thank we, you, Leah Ferguson. We have no clue. Well, we walk in and they're handing everyone champagne. So right away we think, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And... When John Stamos came out, I I was so confused. I could yeah. see that it was him. I could hear that it was him. But my brain was not confused. That's because he said, have computing. mercy. Yes. <laughs> and the two ladies that were with us, Aaron and Amanda, Well, the ladies were just minds. looking at his hair and missed that they had said, you know, well, let us introduce uh, creative something and executive producer. John Stamos. So I'm thinking, oh, this guy produces stuff. I didn't realize he produced that. Yes. And apparently he's a huge Disney nut and a huge Cirque freak. So he's the one that got the two parties together. Mm -hmm. So I knew about the Disney thing, but yeah, he came out and spoke and no one heard anything he said. They were all just looking at his hair move around. And he kept... Running his fingers through it. It, Oh, it was very distracting. (laughs) He knew what he was doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He knew exactly what he was doing. That is a beautiful man, I will say. He is a beautiful man. And somewhere in an attic, there's a portrait of him that's aging because Mm -hmm. he is not. But the whole production was incredible. They also had the guy that's the founder and CEO of Cirque itself that came out. And he did a little speech. It was very moving. And then he Mm -hmm. said, ladies and gentlemen, intermission is over. And then the lights went dark (laughs) and the show started. And that show is awesome. Before the show actually starts, they invite kids, rando, from the audience to come up and draw some figures or whatever. And they work with these clown people. And then after they're done with that and before the show starts, they animate everything that they drew. It's kind of like that thing on the cruise ship, but better special effects. And then those people that help them animate turn out to be up uh, in the show the rest of the time. But the plot is basically a little girl is trying to finish up her dead father's animated work. He drew these pictures and he's like, I want you to finish the thing we started when you were a little girl. And so she can't find her creativity. And the whole thing is about her sort of finding her creativity and her voice and everything. It has a much more cohesive story than most. The plots are always somewhat vague. This one is a little more of a plot than a typical Cirque du Soleil or Circus du Soleil, as we heard recently. (laughs) They're often just sort of... Yeah, they're but often just sort gosh. of weird and very high concept, and this was less, still very weird, but less high concept. Much mm-hmm. more, you understood what the story was and where it was headed. And, and you laugh in this thing, you're uh, wowed by all of it, you, there's points where you cry, and the the Disney animation and music is used so beautifully throughout it. They they weave like the chorus of one song and the mm-hmm. lyrics of another, and just a little melody, you're like, oh, what is that? And, it's it's and they have gone into the Disney archives to get some very old pieces of animation that they use. So it's like they have the the very first animated drawings they did for Cinderella, and you see mm-hmm. those projected in various places. And then of course there's all of the acrobats and the cool that cool stuff like yeah. that's and somehow it fits. It's yeah. It's there wild. are you, there's a unicycle troupe. 
There are the typical, like the two, um, that thing that spins around that has the two, it's like two round cages with a thing in the middle and it goes around and around and they climb on and inside that. They have a dueling one of those. So there's four guys on two of these things that are going around and it's insane. They have, uh, there's a juggler that comes out. And when he first comes out in his costume, you're going, what in the world is that? And then it makes sense when he's a juggler. I, mean, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, it's there's it's, some effects in there. You're just like, how in the world did they just do that? So cool. Those walking pieces of animation paper yes! costume things. Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing I've seen from it. But those things look so cool. They are yeah. so cool. The way they managed to articulate mm-hmm. those. And the villain is really a cool. crumpled up piece of paper. And somehow they make the costume looks cool. And they make it so menacing and villainous. Very cool. Yeah. It's incredible. And the whole time, all I thought was, I cannot wait to pay to see this again. Again. Because I we don't paid think to I see was it. looking. We weren't, we weren't hosted or anything. We paid to see yeah. it, and I will pay to see it many more times. I could it's see it many awesome. more times and see a lot of different things, because there's you never know exactly where to look. There's something all over yeah. the place, everywhere. Yeah, there's stuff going on everywhere. All the way up at the top, there's projection pieces, and then not just the central acts, but while... While a juggler's on, or while there's a troop of people doing amazing stunts down here, there's just weird clown stuff going on in the background. Which I love. And it's just nuts. You never know where to look. And, and stuff is happening above you and all out in the audience, too. There's these swing sets that randomly are occupied by cast members flying high over your head. The set pieces are great. There's a, a pillow. It's a pillow that steals the show <laughs> at many points. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's the little girl's <laughs> pillow, and this thing does. At one point, it's wearing a pink cowboy hat and yodeling. <laughs> yes. And you're like, what you in action. the world? So, like, so there's good. this amazing circus act going on, and then there's the yodeling cowboy pillow. I can't stop pillow Really, I cannot really recommend good. it enough. It blows Lanuba out of the water. Very much, and I believe they're about ready to launch two shows a night. The first couple of weeks of opening, they just had a 5.30, but there's going to be a 5.30 and an 8 o'clock. And I have to say, there's not this theater is not quite in the round. It's like a semicircle. There's not a bad seat in there. Mm-hmm. We were at n- near the top and way over to one side, so not a great seat, but, but still, still a great seat. Yeah. Like you, would, you would pay a lot because they had all of the VIPs were down right on the stage. In the yeah, the whole lower front. section was Josh tomorrow was there. Cirque executives were there. We spotted right away uh, Bello, the clown. Mm-hmm. You're familiar? He's a clown slash aerialist who mm-hmm. I have seen with Ringling many times. And uh, it was funny. One of the people we were with was like, look at this dude's hair. And I was like, oh, that's Bello. Uh, Bello, that Knock, is. Bello Knock is his <laughs> name. And he's uh, he comes from a long line of uh, clowns and aerialists. And he actually designed the the whole uh, troupe that does the, the four-way circle Whatever that thing whatever is that thing is called, I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, he designed all of that. And there's a there's a strong man that's you know the the type that comes out with just is him and a pole. <laughs> yeah, the sexy guy. The that sexy guy climbs, swinging from the pole. And, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> there's a pole dancer. Acrobats who are just bouncing off these. They look like just regular. Uh, safety mats on the floor, but they are somehow also trampolines. It was crazy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
just great stuff. I highly recommend it. Yeah, Cirque shows always sound kind of dumb when you try to yes. yeah. explain them. Like, There's it this sounds like you're telling pillow. us about your dream, and I absolutely yes. hate people telling me about their dreams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were at my mom's, but it was the mall, but I knew it was my mom's. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like a lot of theme park stuff, to be honest. It sounds a little bit lame when you just describe it, but yeah. once you're there in the middle of yeah, the Yeah, when you're talking about Julie is different. being guided by Mr. Pencil, and it sounds so <laughs> silly. But... It sounds like Dora the Explorer. It really yeah. does. Do you see the giant pencil? <laughs> Where? <laughs> it, but it's a, a, a highly recommend. Definitely worth taking the time out of your trip to go, go to Disney Springs and. See but I would this. say, if money is a concern, definitely the cheapest ticket you can get in mm-hmm. there is still an amazing ticket and a yes. great show. And honestly, a little further back from this one is maybe better. That if you mm-hmm. were too close, you wouldn't even be able to see the outer edges of this thing. That's fair. Nice. Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're breaking down all the over, under, and just kind of plain normal whelming announcements from this year's Destination (laughs) D event. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. <laughs> well, every two years, the whole Disney universe converges on... Disneyland in Anaheim for the D23 Expo, where all the biggest announcements from Disney Parks and Entertainment, film studios, and the streaming services are made before throngs of adoring fans. Then in the off years, they throw us a bone at Walt Disney World, and they've got a little party for the East Coast fans. This year's Destination D, as they call it, featured some high-profile announcements that are very exciting for us theme park fans. So uh, let's take a closer look at uh, at some of the biggest news that they had. It felt a little bit jazzier than normal because we haven't had an expo in a while. Yeah, and I noticed they called it Destination D23 this time Mm -hmm. instead of Destination D. Yeah. Maybe that's because they were getting too many dirty jokes when it's destination. <laughs> Probably, <D. laughs> yeah. Which is what it says on my underwear. I felt like the a lot of the announcements this year were just uh, were like we're just going to bring stuff back. Here's stuff we're going to bring back. Yeah, true. And there was a lot of vagueness. There was no. I mean, in true Disney fashion, there were no like this is not even no like hard dates. a month. It was just like this. 
season of the year. There were a lot of 2022, basically, like coming out yeah, next year. Stuff we all do. We're still doing this kind of thing. But um, one thing uh, that they did show off earlier, um, I'm just going from the top of my article. Uh, did did y'all see the 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 crazy like puppet? costumes that they're working on project for exo. project exo yeah, yeah dude project yeah. exo the large scale costumes which i don't know does the does the um exoskeleton suit that they have that or i don't know if they still have they had at avatar fall under this uh no it's, it's this is a whole new yeah. this looks more humanoid it's, like, it's made like to a, be more yeah like organic looking right. so that they can do things yeah. like the hulk and that's um, exactly where i went with the hulk or Thanos you can or see like in the in the show off they had a couple different types of hands and one of the mm-hmm. sets of hands looks like clearly. the hulk so well there's also cl- very clearly a yeti yeti uh, feet. looking costume mm-hmm. which makes me wonder are they going to replace expedition everest yeah. animatronic with a cast That's member that in yeah. there all day long <laughs> throw a teenager in there cast member <laughs> somebody bring me a cup of water <laughs> that's what teenagers sound like <laughs> we haven't heard from the Dan I sent you the link on the on our group tech okay. if you want I'm super excited oh, about this because they're using a lot of 3D printed parts to make these suits and I do a lot of 3D printing in my day and so it's it's really exciting to see it being used uh I mean they used uh 3D printing for the Spider-Man animatronic that flips through the sky most of his body parts are made out of 3D printed pieces Hold up. So. That's not a real guy? I thought that was really <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, I really want to see the Hulk walking around in Avengers Campus. Yes. yes. That would be amazing. I, I wouldn't be surprised also, and it just occurred to me that that Yeti suit could also be a Wampa. I, I bet, because oh, yeah. I know they mentioned uh, mm. that they would be investing some more money in uh, Galaxy's Edge. I wouldn't be surprised to see some aliens walking around. Can we that would be to- fantastic. Can we get the robots we were promised? I'd like that. That would be cool. That'd be nice, too. Yeah. yeah I want, I like, those. the Galaxy's Quest, Galaxy's Edge uh, stunt show going on up yeah. there. With people getting laser blasted off the roofs randomly yes. and falling. And they're doing stunt shows at Avengers Campus, so I'm surprised they haven't mm-hmm. tried to do it. Yeah, Avengers Campus is full of those things, like people climbing up and down walls. and like yeah. we, we don't. I don't understand. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Um, geez, your list is even more exhausted than mine, and yours goes parks by park. Um, so like, <laughs> so yeah, so Magic Kingdom. Let's see. Uh, uh, hooray! Festival of Fan- Fantasy Parade will be returning sometime in 2022. I like this though that they're going to bring back the full daytime parade, but also they're going to keep those cavalcades, which I I yeah, love. There's going to be yeah, a new one. Yes, great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, however, I will say regarding cavalcades again, going back to my trip report, that Saturday in the Magic Kingdom, I don't know if they were just trying to find ways to keep people happy and occupied because it's so crowded. Mm-hmm. But I, the frequency that they were running those things is like they might as well have had a parade going. It was just it was, a constant parade. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a constant flow of these uh, cavalcades. It was a little. It was a little bit much. But anyway, I find them pretty non-disruptive. It's I don't know. Yeah, they weren't bad, except for they were they were so close together that it got at one point it kind of started clocking up. Yeah, at some point you're I just having a nine hour parade, right? Yeah, um, uh, and then something else that confused me. I had to do a double take because they announced the brand new show in front of the castle, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, and I said, "Hold up a second, I thought that was the name of the show they already had," because 
It's almost the exact same name but of the it, show. They it will feature one new original song. Yes. yes. Oh, and yeah. I suspect would... Mickey and Minnie will be wearing their iridescent costumes because it's... Oh, dear God. It's... I, I'm so sick yeah. of that word. <laughs> it's debuting for the 50th. You know, so. like ears because <laughs> yeah, of Mickey. Oh, oh, that's why they did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I totally oh, missed crap. that. Yeah, because the word yeah. iridescent is actually spelled differently. It is. Yeah. I guess the big... Th- what they called the big, huge announcement of the whole thing was that <laughs> something everyone guessed anyway, that Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, the new Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. coaster, is going to open in the summer next year. Like, who didn't like, predict yeah, that already? If it didn't, what is even going on? <laughs> and some and new also concept summer art. could be May or yeah. September. Well, and then yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, something else that they kind of touched on that we thought was kind of dead in the water, at least for now, is uh, they had some art for the uh, new counter service restaurant that's going in the World Celebration neighborhood mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I guess, is that is this the new incarnation of the three-story beer garden? It kind of is. It, that's what it Something. looks like. Yeah. Because um, we haven't seen a lot of talk about that. Well, but, the three-story um, thing and the beer garden were two separate concepts. The beer garden was just going to be in that open area there that, where the fountain used to be. And a three-story thing was, I guess, where they were going to put it was on a sinkhole. There was a sinkhole. Forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I mean, that didn't Which stop them in the, the past. The actual nickname but... for Epcot Park itself. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, they shared the name of the new quick service, and it's going to be uh, the think... Connections Cafe and Eatery. And Eatery. I think it's taking the place of the electric umbrella and mm-hmm. going to be in that That's same general area. Like. So how much do you want to bet that when that beer garden opens... It'll serve mixed drinks too, and it'll be called concoctions. God, I <gasps> nice. hope so. That's I, I get I get five dollars from every Disney fan if that happens. Creations, connections, <clears throat> and concoctions. Yes, uh, you can mail it to me. Uh, another thing in great. that. <laughs> another thing coming to that general area of the park that they again had no details other than they just showed some. Imagineers sculpting a model of it was uh, the Dreamers Point statue. Oh, and it's a great yeah. statue. Walt's just like yeah. sitting on the steps. I want to go sit next to him and take a selfie. Yeah, it's, they need I to wonder if that. people will do that. I think probably they will. You won't be able to get next to him. It'll just be just the giant crowd. It'll be obnoxious as all. Yeah, how, how long is it going to be before they have a cast member there to keep you from hopping on his shoulders? And like riding him around, like a- yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they made it kind of like a permanent photo pass spot, so that it kind of controls the crowd around. Well, they yeah. let you sit next to Roy on the bench there. Yeah, in the so Magic why Kingdom. can't I sit next True. to Uncle Walt on the step? Well, and they specifically said when they first announced it that that was part of the idea of like letting kids come up and sit yeah. with Walt. Mm. Gross. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be real great to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the pickled cigarette butts. <laughs> Would you like to see my pickled cigarette? <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else in Epcot? Uh, just Rewind. the schedule for Disney on Broadway at the Festival of the Arts. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is something that's... that we hear about this time of year every year. So that wasn't a big surprise. Yeah, that's exciting to somebody. Um, Hollywood <laughs> Studios, Phantasmic, will be back at some point in 2022. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. The park needs needs another show. Needs a and crowd people eater. Love that one, and they've apparently done. They're doing away with the problematic Pocahontas parts of it and yeah. replacing it yeah. with the 
I don't know. Those old Miley broads Cyrus. from F- from Moana, Frozen. Aladdin, and Frozen. Yeah. Maybe I can finally see girls. it since I still have never seen it. <laughs> have you really never? Yeah, no, never have. Oh. I want to very badly, but I've just never had wow, an opportunity. Wow, I've seen it so many. Times. I like it. Yeah, and that's literally all they had to say about Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm, that was it. Um, Animal Kingdom. Uh, the replacement for Finding Nemo was announced again, opening sometime, sometime next year. in 2022. Yeah. And it's basically, I th- it, it said that it's going to have some of the same songs, completely different setting. I guess the Finding Dory uh, Marine Life Institute setting and uh, and then some new songs, I guess, too. I had so. really held out hope that they were bringing back that Tarzan show. I know. Loin cloths and roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> been well well noted your love for tarzan rocks tarzan rocks <laughs> he rocks that loincloth he yeah, sure does rocks your world <laughs> i rock your world yeah literally every the only news they had for animal kingdom is the new nemo <laughs> the show the, the, the heights are going to continue show, to crash into shorter. 2022 as far as we can tell did you see that they have written the crashes yeah. into yes. the show now that's <laughs> Yeah, they make an announcement ahead of time that it's fun to watch the kites crash, and they put sound effects in. Is it fun to watch when the the ski doos crash and the cast members have to be fished out of the drink? (laughs) Yeah, that would be for me. That's a feature of the show, Jess. I know. Yeah. As long as it doesn't go into the audience, because that happened at our SeaWorld in Ohio when I was a kid. Oh, the whole whale went into the audience? No, uh, 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 no, not sea dew. It was, it was, it was a, is a water ski boat ran oh, a ramp and went no. into the audience, and Ooh. it was not good. But you guys got I free lunch shortly, that day. <laughs> Blubber. I think shortly thereafter, it ceased to be Sea World and became part it of Six Flags. <laughs> the waters with half the audience. <laughs> that yeah. is a Six Flags um, feature. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> right. First so first yeah, first. I think the Sea Dews are now driven by Julia Stiles. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool show. Uh, it's a living. <laughs> Speaking of great disappointments, yeah. I'm going to say that it's really sad that you can't actually handle the lightsaber that they taunted us with uh, mm-hmm. for the Galactic Star Cruiser. It's just for the actors. Just what? for the actors, yeah. And I called that. I was like, there's no way they're going to let you have that because the tech for that has got to be too delicate. Are so. you kidding me oh you no, missed there was that a whole article called just, you know that cool that. thing that they yeah. premiered you'll never be able to touch you it not, yeah you'll basically well, see ray come out I and turn it on out. and that's it yeah nope that's that's ugh. i'm outraged right now you guys yeah <laughs> here's the thing i didn't think that they were gonna just like put it in your hand to play with during the lightsaber training hold but up i was oh. certain I was certain, though, that if you go into one. the into the store, yes. that there has to be a price that they will put on that thing that you can take it. But home. the way that it I works, mean, it it's made to look at. If you touch that blade with the way that they it it telescopes, it will it flimsy fall over. It, there's no way that they could right. sell that and anybody could ever use it beyond like looking Ugh. at it delicately, you know. So, Jess, Jess, look at look at all those shelves behind you. Oh, believe yeah, me, you're the target audience I will, for this I will buy right? some <laughs> that you're just supposed to look at. Like, I spend hours every month just dusting crap. So, believe me, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, spend I didn't hours expect every to be able month to... crapping dust. So, <laughs> well, you are old. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect to be able to 
to duel with the thing and I didn't expect to pay less than a thousand dollars for it, but I thought for sure that they would have a price. It's very There's disappointing. A price for everything. Yeah. They sell a twenty five thousand dollar Astromech. Why can't they sell me this? They sell R two D two for twenty grand too. Yeah, that's R two D two. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Since no one knows what astromech means. Nerd. Nerds are gonna nerds are gonna nerd, okay? Uh, but we did get a look uh, at yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I was about to say we did get more of a look at the uh Star Cruiser and what to expect from that. Which is to say not uh, much maybe. a, a cool a light show, I guess. A little bit of a light show. The, the yeah, the the lightsaber training looks. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping gonna... some of that was Josh Tomorrow's dad moves. <laughs> they, had on, they had it on low, slow for him. I, he did look like I he really was dancing think... at his daughter's wedding, like when he was doing that. It was. <laughs> I I really think that those all down to production and him being awkward and just the whole thing. I think that once you're in the middle of the actual atmosphere, and there's a bunch of you doing it, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a little bit darker, and there's going to be the smoke machine haze. And I think it's yeah, going to look I hope so. better. Uh, I, I, I honestly do, but you know, who knows? I certainly hope so. And then they showed that, uh, Gaia, who's the character who's going to sing for you. And this, the Star Wars bar that they showed looks real cool. They had it again tonight yeah. on the, yes. on the, uh, magic of Disney celebration thing. They had her singing in the bar and it looks really, really cool. I would spend my whole time in there, but you won't be able to, will you can like, that was I'm, like, you get a 45, well, you get a, an hour and 15 minute block for dinner Ugh. the one night. And uh, I want a bar that I can just hang out in the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Disney Wish. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. So wait, even, so I thought that was like the dinner theater thing. You can only go mm-hmm. in the bar for an hour at a time? There's a scheduled bar period, but I wouldn't be surprised if during downtime or whatever you can go there. Be the I, scheduled bar be. time. You're, you're very yeah. regimented. Ooh. Like you do get to choose things to do, but you have to do something apparently or i guess hang out in your room like you're not from what it looks like you're not going Mm. to be allowed to just sort of wander no free roaming yeah so i could be wrong but you know we don't know yet we don't have yeah we don't have a lot of details on that yet um but i mean if you're paying to go and do it i'm assuming you're probably going to want to go and do stuff you're not yeah so right the audience for this wants to role play they want to they're going to pack their jedi robes and they're going to get into the game yes so um there's that um, are you allowed you to dress up jedi as robes dan was that do you have a jedi robe i don't but if i was lucky enough to be hashtag hosted on the halcyon <laughs> then i would 100 uh procure some jedi robes if they host us i'm wearing my next generation captain's uniform let's <laughs> see what happens hello wesley <laughs> Ooh, I could bring my my Wesley Crusher outfit from fifth grade. <laughs> yes, with the, yes. Let's see if I the, can still squeeze into that tween camel toe action. Shut up, Wesley. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up again, <laughs> Jeff. Thank you. Of course, he's going to bring uh, that up. Of course, of course. Uh, so that's pretty much what we saw on the Galactic Star Cruiser. I still have hope for those interactive things. I think they could be fun. Um, Disneyland is finally getting magic bands because they're going to want to sell those expensive ass ones uh, next magic year. As my wife plus. said, as my wife said when I told her that, she's like, "I thought magic bands were on their way out." <laughs> 
Free ones are. <laughs> yeah, ones I said are. that's exactly what Done. I said. I was like, they made us think that when they took the free ones away, but now they're going to be expanded. So they're getting the ones with all the interactions and the colors. Yeah. And I think these lighting. things look super that's cool. All I, have to, I have to get one. Yeah, those look no. cool. Yeah, and yeah, I'm still holding out to see what the price point is on them. I, I just have care. to believe that anything that comes with a charging cable is going to be. I bet they're $99. Yeah. I was thinking a hundred bucks. Oh, so I was going to say $1, Bob. (laughs) I was agreeing with you. Yeah. If they're more Um, than that, I'd have to question it, but it depends on how long they're they're supposed to last because you know, they can come with charging cables, but they're still going to have a shelf life that Mm -hmm. those batteries are not going to last forever. So hundred bucks for something that maybe lasts what, two years. I don't know. People might not be down for that, but who knows? I'd say I'd see them around like 50, maybe just 50 to 60. Like, I mean, for really like, like 35 now yeah but, nice. 20, no, but, but, but but yeah. doubling the price people would balk at that like of course they're gonna brace no, prices because special edition special edition ones come out at 50 bucks so like it's the dooney and burke that. ones that just have the little like gold slider i mean yeah and there's some other special edition ones that are at that price point yeah. so i think it's gonna be more than 50 personally but who knows uh they're also getting those hey disney uh echoes in the rooms at mm-hmm. the resorts out there also which i mean who's spending all their time talking to like, does anybody actually use their personal assistants that they already have in their home? Yes. Mine never listens to me correctly. Well. My son uses it to make fart sounds and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. That, like that's the kind of thing that we use ours for. Like just playing music. Mine turns on every light in my house yeah, and too. wakes up and turns on the coffee maker and <sighs> does all There's of the that. things. And you'll be the first to go when the robots revolt. I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. They'll they'll take you out easy in your sleep. You'll never see it coming. No problem. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Vaguely in... Oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that um, they're getting their Phantasmic back as well as uh, World of Color in 2022. Please make that before uh, January 21st so that I can uh, finally see World of Color. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hope Flows V8 is open. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to have a meeting. I love World of Color, January. but I have to say, the World of Color show they did that was the um, 60th celebration for Disneyland was much better than the regular World of Color show, I thought. When it went back to the normal show, I didn't. I, I still loved it, but I didn't care for it as much as the sentimental Disneyland celebration one. The music wasn't as good and all that, but it's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. It's kind of like Harmonious is like a supersonic version of world of color well even cooler than world Co- of color next year is the 50th anniversary of main street electrical parade guys back. get out your chicken wire and, you... and this is probably i wouldn't be surprised if it's the last time that thing rolls down main street i USA. hope so it's, it's you know i'm I, i'm sure that's been said a lot <laughs> I keep hearing the rumor because that one is going back to Disneyland that Paint the Night is coming to Disney World. And I was looking for an announcement of that, but I don't know. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I want it to. Yeah, I'd like some sort of nighttime parade. That would be nice. Mm. Somebody said that they think there will be an all new show that starts right after the 50th celebration ends because they're going to need some kind of marquee thing to get people back interested in coming. I can see that. So that timing sounds good. Yeah, that makes sense. That person may or may not work for Disney. (laughs) Um, Downtown Disney's getting a complete, well, not a complete, but a whole chunk of it. That chunk that was supposed to be demolished for the hotel that got scrapped. 
Uh, yeah, with the theater. Uh, and yeah. The, yeah, they're putting in a. They're going to give it a revamp in January, so they're going to tear down the movie theater, uh, the Sugar Boo, Starbucks, and Earl of Sandwich, and then put in like more grass space. And it looks really nice from the concept art. It just yeah. looks really serene. They're going to replace an Earl of Sandwich with a hub. Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> is kind of like the so early pissed. phases, early phase of how they talked about essentially making mini theme parks around that area. And oh, yeah. Expanding. I forgot that whole Remember thing from D23 last time. Yeah. They're going to like expand the shopping plus add tiny little theme park lands outside. Yeah. yeah they said they it's going to be, it's gonna be for relaxing the, as well as for events. So they're going to have stuff there specifically probably you know like i think they found out that they could do things like food and wine festivals outside the park during the pandemic and you know the little festivals they did in downtown disney and they probably were like okay we need a dedicated space for this so there's a good amount of dead space if they take especially how they've got that sort of still somewhat temporary looking security gate between the disneyland hotel Mm -hmm. and that that whole Mm -hmm. area remove that out to the outskirts there back towards the um paradise pier hotel and open all that up yeah there's a lot of dead space there um i think that's all the big news from disneyland uh disneyland paris 30th anniversary next year looks like disney mickey's essentially getting iridescent 2.0 for his for his outfit they call it iridescent Iridescent. although although their their logo (laughs) <laughs> their logo for the 30th is one sexy looking logo Whoa. i will have to say i do love it yeah it's a really good looking logo that the three kind of turned into ears there disneyland good. paris especially the hollywood park is under a humongous redo right now that's going to be it really good needs it so so bad. avengers campus and that what is the other thing yeah. oh, uh, frozen town usa i think is coming uh-huh. in there uh-huh. yes olaf was very excited to learn that he was going to be in multiple parks apparently He's excited by a lot of things. Um, let's see. Uh, we got to look at some uh, Zootopia animatronics for Shanghai Disneyland yeah, Zootopia cool. area. That that shaggy yak there doing the <laughs> naked yoga looks pretty impressive. Also, Jeff's nickname uh, in high school. High school nickname. <laughs> the shaggy the, yak. The shaggy yak. The naked yeah. shaggy yak. I thought Zootopia was good, but I don't know about a whole Zootopia land or so. I don't. Know. I'd love it if it takes over the. Dumpster fire of Dino Land. Wouldn't that be perfect? Yeah. Uh-huh. Really anything yeah. a lot better be than good. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Okay. Don't get me started. That the new Indiana Jones <laughs> is gonna probably do pretty bad because nobody Tank. wants to see grandpa fall off the couch again. So <laughs> they'll probably mm-hmm. scrap whatever ideas they think are gonna spawn from that movie. Indiana Jones and the diaper of doom. <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Jones and the huh? What? I fu- <laughs> what? The, oh. the horn of hearing. Hey, it's dinner time. Okay. Oh. Poor Harrison Ford. <laughs> Get off my plane, sir. This is a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have a handler for him? <laughs> um. Let's see. Last little bits and bobs. Uh, they showed some dirt that they're digging up for Arendelle at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. It looks like dirt. <laughs> yes. Frozen uh, dirt. <laughs> and and uh, the Disney Wish, when it sets sail, is going to have two brand new uh, stage shows. One is going to be uh, Seize the Adventure. It's in a musical starring Captain Minnie, which is kind of exciting, I guess. And uh, also they're going to have a new adaption of The Little Mermaid. Mm. There's a story I haven't heard enough times. <laughs> a modern story about a girl learning to value the power of her voice. Okay. 
Oh, Except no. when she freely gives it to a sea witch. Right. For a dude. We're still talking about her voice. <laughs> I will say about the Disney wishes, they showed off some photos of it, like still under construction. And I looked at those photos and I was like, wait, when is this thing supposed to be done? They must move fast because that does not look like it's going to be ready for the projected sailings. But I know nothing about shipbuilding, so I'm, really? I'm just baffled that it I'm just baffled <laughs> I'm that they could do that. so much. <laughs> I only minored I'm in shipbuilding in college. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't see that part, but who knows when it was recorded or filmed or no, I, yeah, it was some photos. It just I was surprised that, uh, and I'm sure it's. I mean, the most of it's done. It just you know looked like it still had a lot to do. But I do know that while they they'll finish the outside, and then it's just an army of people inside mm-hmm. there, yeah, putting in carpet. And they're doing and all that. Sh- the soft good stuff all yeah. comes together really quick. They're doing seaworthy testing while they're decorating the inside. Oh, they also had some uh, information details about uh, a new port coming to Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh, I really want to see that park. Yeah, me too. They're going to have a hotel inside the park in this new port. And it's going to have three areas themed to Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. I'm curious how that will work with a hotel directly inside the park. I mean, maybe it'll be kind of like a gate hotel like at PCA. And uh, Paris, don't they have a... Yeah, Disneyland, the Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris is right at the gates. I should be a travel agent with this kind of insider knowledge that I have. Mm, Holy crap. You should do something. (laughs) Yeah, God. (laughs) So just sitting here yakking at my computer with three lovely people. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Course corrected there. <laughs> I know. I know which side of my bread is buttered, or however that saying goes. Which side of the bread receives which the butter? Side and which your side? bread is buttered on. Yes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Anything else exciting that they we heard from the destination D? I refuse to put the twenty three on the end. <laughs> No, it seemed like a lot at the time, but when you just break it out, it's a lot of, yeah, yeah. dribs and drabs. It's all. Lots of frozen stuff coming around the world. Hong Kong's yeah. getting frozen land. Everybody's guess, getting it's the a, frozen land. I guess Frozen's still doing good. I don't. I guess so. I Apparently. I loved Frozen, it too. Merch. I loved it, too, but it my sells, kid, you know, aged out of, of it, you know, a long time ago. So I'm, I guess it still has its staying power, though. It's, I mean, judging by the shelves in the stores, they're selling merch for it, like. There are new little kids being born every day. Yeah. Plus they keep, I mean, they just put out that Olaf series of shorts, which was Uh actually really good. Have you seen that on Disney Plus? Mm -mm. I don't have a toddler. You should watch it. He, Olaf recreates uh, various Disney classics with the help of. I went in to watch uh, Hawkeye and stayed for the Olaf. I do want to watch it. By the way, I want to say. being a turd. I want to say congratulations to the television show Hawkeye for finally making me give a shit about the character Hawkeye. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I felt the same way. I I watched, I only went and watched it. I wasn't going to, I only went and watched it because Jeff said, you got to watch it. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I did. It was a ton of fun. And it was great. It was great. I read the comics it was based on. So I was like, I'll watch it just because I'm a completionist and I have to. And and yeah, by the like end of the second episode, I was like, maybe I've been a little too harsh on Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. They never gave him anything to do. So it wasn't it. Jeremy Renner is a perfectly good yes. actor, and the character can and be cool. That whole segment like of him. Dollar store green arrow. <laughs> that whole segment of him with the LARPers. I yeah. mean, I still could not stop laughing. You've got to watch it. It's hysterical. I'm I'm, I'm still just so done with superheroes. <laughs> I'm so tired of Marvel this and Marvel that. And 
There's so much work to do. I don't like having homework to keep up with my fandom. What homework are you talking about? It's don't TV even worry about movies. it. Don't read the comics. So don't, much, none of it. You'll so still much, love it. No, I don't care about reading the comics. I mean, comics are cool. I just, I just mean there's so many shows to watch. And movies to watch. You know you're not required, right? You, know, <laughs> you can just watch whatever you want, right? <laughs> no, and right now what I want is done. It took me three seasons of Sex in the City to find that out. So I get it, all right? <laughs> I get it. I love Sex in the City. Me too. Now call me when the you're next season You're such a Samantha, of... Jeff. Nah. Just, just go watch WandaVision and Loki, and then I'll mm. get, we'll well, get, call we'll me, get off your back. Call me when the second season of Only Murders in the Building drop and... <laughs> I'll, I've watched both, happy. you know. <laughs> I can enjoy Steve Martin and and stupid superheroes too. Yep. No, I know. I I I I just can't enjoy stupid superheroes right now. Maybe I don't. Who know. hurt you, Dan? Yeah. Show us you on the doll what? where Iron Man touched you. <laughs> Isn't that Iron Man? I, I just, just I just much. dropped the first f bomb of our episode. I freaking hate Captain America. <laughs> can't take him. We've had hey, this I'm debate. You and I. We're Captain not going America. into this again. <laughs> We've had this talk. Need to speak any further. We've had subject. this talk about this before. Yeah, I hate I Dan. Like, Dan thinks like. Captain America is a jingoistic poster boy and doesn't actually read the comics or pay attention to the character. So you just told me I didn't have to read the comics, Jess. I just said you didn't yeah, have to, but if you want to form an opinion not, about something, even, you better. Even in the Avengers series, he's not that, except at yeah, the beginning no, but, yeah. until he gets it's, jaded it's, and the government turns on him. It's not just it's not just the jingoistic thing. It's there's a lot of things about him that bother me, and it's not worth getting into right now. Is it is beautiful pecs? Yeah, it's the pecs. <laughs> no, I knew it. It's not the pecs. You're a peck hater. It's not the pecs. It's the bones. I like Hawkeye. I don't like Captain America either, Dan. So, but I didn't turn on all the superheroes just because of that. (laughs) Give me a give me a Star War and I'll be happy. (laughs) That's what I'm tired of. Oof. Well, I'm very excited about uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Oh yes. I say I'm tired of it. However, I will watch everything they produce. Yes, you will. (laughs) Yep. That's right. That's right. The mouse has got your number. Mm -hmm. Well. All of my numbers. Yeah, especially the ones in your bank. That's right. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to catch any of the huge additions coming to Walt Disney World next year or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a Disney World Swan Resort ballroom full of hundreds of expert travel planners and a few podiatrists who are ready to make (laughs) your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Guys, wait. We forgot a D23 announcement. The most important of all, Josh Damara was joined by Bob Chapek on stage. They even dusted off Eisner, brought him out, all so they could announce that Flo's V8 Cafe will continue to suck. (laughs) All the way into 2022. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. 
For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure. Well. All right. That was painful. My belch. Yeah. Well, I'm very sorry, Daniel. I might just put it on the tail end of that episode, this episode. I dare you. Challenge accepted. I don't think you'll do it.